0: In today's show, we're here live on YouTube, answering your fantasy basketball questions. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble on TikTok at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked on Basketball. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn today to get started. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. We're here again, joined, um, joined in the darkness up in Canberra. It's pitch black up there. Adam King is here in his uh, poison ivy-like layer of plants. Welcome, Kingy.
1: Morning, mate. Yes, it is. Uh, it is getting dark. Uh, we're getting into winter, and Ooh. and I like it. I like winter.
0: What's why do you okay? So let's let's start the show. Why do you like winter?
1: Because I hate being hot.
0: I hate being hot as well, but I also don't like winter because I don't like the... I'm, I'm a, yeah, a warm-blooded man and I'm always hot and I don't yeah. like walking out in winter with shorts on and sandals on and t-shirts. Like, Aren't you cold? Like, no. If I was, I'd be wearing a jumper. So I'd prefer to avoid those interactions of people telling me how cold I should be feeling. So I like it in summer where I can walk around with no shoes on and nobody actually cares about it. But there's my rant on people telling me how I feel. Um, we're here to, to, to ask people how they feel, about fantasy basketball, I guess? I don't know. We're going to answer questions from you guys. Hope you guys are all in here in the chat, ready to crack on with some questions. Finesse Kid starts off with a question about Taylon Horton Tucker. Can we attribute Taylon Horton Tucker's subpar last few games to foul trouble? Richards, Dennis Smith, or Dort, are they worth picking up due to their favorable schedule? What do you think about Horton Tucker and his recent production, Kingy?
1: Uh, well, yeah, look, I mean, I think foul trouble has had something to do with it but i think part of it is just that it's taylor horton tucker and we've seen this from him for years that he he's good for a week and then he does nothing and and so i think it's more to do with who he is um are these guys worth picking up due to their schedule richards uh smith i think they're on a back-to-back yeah
0: they got three and four so it's uh in the in the week
1: yeah yeah so i mean look very different richards obviously very different in terms of what he brings. Um, I've just recommended one of my mates in who's in his final to pick up drop Gobert, pick up Nick Richards for two days. Um, Dennis, yeah, look, I mean, I'd, I'd consider all of those guys probably.
0: It's fifty percent extra games, right? So it's two games for Horton Tucker, three guys, three games for these other guys. And, like, yes, there was a game where he got 21 minutes and he had 5,000. And the game after that, he played 25 minutes and had 4,000. That's part of it. But he still had 11, 4, and 7. He still had 10, 6, and 4 in those games. They weren't disaster games by any stretch. But at this point of the season, if you want to get an extra game in, get an extra game in. Like, Dennis Smith might play 30 minutes a night for the next three games. He might play 27 minutes a night. But Horton Tucker might also play 27 minutes a night. I don't know what's going to happen with Mark Williams and Nick Richards. But I think at this point, when you're talking fringe players, which is exactly what Horton Tucker is, like, get an extra game in. that's all you need to really worry about, I think. Um, Aria. Hey, guys, I just saw the report on Brunson. Is the hand sprain something to worry about and can quickly go on another run? Um, The report is that Jalen Brunson is questionable for today's game um, with a hand sprain. Seems to have come out of nowhere. We haven't seen anything about this. Sure, it could be an issue, but th- they do not play again this week after today. So I wouldn't be rushing to add manual quickly so I can pick up three zeros after today's game. If I've got the ability to add him today, no worries. Right, There is a possibility, but there's also a possibility that he plays sub-20 minutes like he did yesterday and was dreadful. Right? That is a huge possibility too. But if Brunson's out and he starts, we love it. The problem is that there's no long-term appeal in that. Like It's just... By the time that that three games of, or for three days with no games off, Bronson might actually be healthy. You've wasted an ad that might not even pan out in the first place. I, I it's it's fine, but I wouldn't get excited. Is more my point there?
1: Yeah, agreed. Um, I mean, if you've got unlimited streaming opportunities, if you if there's no cap on your on your league, then sure, add quickly for today, drop him, grab someone else for the rest of the week. But if you're if you've only got one move left or something for the rest of the week, then I probably wouldn't do it.
0: Jules says he just heard about Larry Markkinen's injury from last night. Do you think it's something to be concerned about? Yes, I do. He apparently, according to Sarah Todd, who's a jazz reporter, said he's been dealing with his hand issue for a while. And then last game, we could really see it flare up. And it's really important to note a few things. And this is something that you do from you know, recording 3,500 plus podcasts and covering this league the way I've done for the last 10 years, is that when you see that happen during the game, he's in obvious pain. But then after the game, the coach and the player, when a team is sort of on the, oh, are we tanking? What are we doing with draft picks? We're two weeks. To go in the season, when they're making a significant point about it, X-rays will clean, but we'll see how it feels. We'll see what sort of pain he's gonna be in. We'll see how it goes. That to me is a uh it's a slight nod to like, mm, there's gonna be some games off here with this. Same as the back injury. Yeah, yeah, He copped a really hard hit in the back against the Thunder, and just some days it just gets too much for him. When they're talking like that, just sowing the seeds out there, that's what you get worried about. I'm not saying that it's it's not broken, obviously, but throwing that sort of stuff out there as as the way that they are doing it at the moment with marketing is sort of just just Laying a bit of groundwork, I think, for some uh, upcoming absences would be my guess.
1: Yeah, I think I think there's um, good reason to be to be worried. He 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 was in pain. I mean, I watched the game. You could see that he. Was, oh yeah, it's, he, it's he, legitimate. He was, yeah, it's not a um, a fake thing. Um, they've already got Clarkson, Sexton, probably both done for the season. So, it's yeah, I, I think he misses time here.
0: I, uh, I I would be shocked if he doesn't miss any games. I don't know if it'll be the next game, but he is going to miss some time. It would be my guess. With this injury, we'll just find out where it is. But they don't go out of their way to make points of those sort of things unless they're just sort of subtly giving you the nod that we're not sitting him because he's resting, but there's like a, a huge, huge problem here. Like that, that's what they do. Whereas in the opposite way, if you're competing, teams hide these injuries all the time. They won't tell you anything about it. And after the season, actually I played th- through the season with um, three fractures in my deck and like a broken toe and no one knew about it because they're trying to hide it from their opponents. So, uh, not that you could hide that injury necessarily, but that's that's the different approach that you need to be aware of. Cena says, championship is next week. I'm thinking about making a move to pick up Trenton Watford for four quality games next week. Thoughts? Well, I think you should have already done it. Cena. So, you know, I think as soon as we saw um, Jeremy Grant go out again and even before... We heard that confirmation, and as soon as I told you that I don't think Jeremy Grant's playing again this season, you might want to go and grab Trent and Watford and do not hesitate a single second. What do you make of the Blazers? This was transitioning because I know you're going to agree with me on Watford, Kingy, but what do you make about the other stuff with like Shaden Sharp, who was excellent yesterday, Cam Reddish, who who stunk? Like, what what are we doing with any of these guys?
1: Well, I think they've finally figured out that Reddish shouldn't be starting, which Mm. is good. Mm. Um, I it took him a couple of weeks. Um, yeah, look, I mean, Sharp looked pretty good. It, it makes sense to give him minutes. Um, let's see what he can do. Watford has looked pretty good, which um, from memory, he did this exact thing last year. And then he got um, hurt. Down, down the stretch, yeah. So um, in terms of Grant, uh, Simons, yeah, probably done for the season. Lillard... I don't know. He probably wants to play. They're probably leaving it up to Lillard a little bit. I think w- whether he wants to.
0: He's done next pick week. Out. He's, fi- um, he's finished next week. Like, just. Yeah. I don't know okay. what day, but he's finished next week.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um. So. Yeah. Look. In terms of Watford, I I added him. Um. In in and I'm I'm holding him. Um. And and I'd be looking at at him uh, probably at Shaden Sharp as well. Um. Mat- Matisse Thibel. Be looking at him. Uh, I don't think anything for changes. Defense, but...
0: I think nothing changes for Thibault He might get an extra couple of minutes, but he's not all of a sudden turning into a fifteen point per game scorer. No, no, who's getting no. six assists? Like he's going to do the same shit, but instead of playing twenty four minutes, he might play twenty seven. like exactly, basically, literally what we saw yesterday. We had six points, but he had two steals and a block. Like that's what he does. Yeah. It's very much like what Jared Vanderbilt does. Like the scale up ability of his game is just isn't there. You just yep. get a couple of extra minutes on the on the uh, minutes floor and even minutes ceiling, which which is useful, obviously. But I'm not you know, expecting him to turn into something that he isn't. Today's episode is brought to you by Nissan the all-new, all-electric Nissan Aria, 2023 Nissan Aria. They're bringing you the most electric player of the week, and it'd be easy for me to say it's Nikola Jokic, who's been the number one player in fantasy this week, or Joel Embiid, who's been the number two player, but that's the same stuff every week. How about we give it to the big guy, in New Orleans, Jonas Valanciunas, the number three ranked player over the last week in fantasy. The power, the elegance, the beauty of Jonas Valanciunas' game after being a dud all season. He has really turned it on at the right time, while Nissan's 2023 all-new, all-electric Aria turns it on. All the time. The 2023 Nissan Aria packs pin-to-your-seat power and premium intelligence all-in-one EV. The all-new, all-electric 2023 Nissan Aria. The EV for people who love to drive. Shop now at nissanusa.com. I have a question for you, King, that's not related to basketball. I'm sure people know what it's going to be. That car company, do you call it Nissan or Nissan? Nissan. That's, and then that's people say, well, you should be pronouncing it the right way. That is literally how the company in Australia calls it, isn't it? that is their ads all new Nissan Pulsar like all right like cool like I don't know why they do it that way but that is how they call it and that brings me to another point I've been listening you you listen to other podcasts king you don't just listen to me I know that you listen to other podcasts but it's, it's this ad for the um uh, the Jordan movie coming out the air movie that's coming out mm-hmm. um it's on podcast and there's an Australian guy for Australian targeted ads advertising it and they're going through hear the full story of Nike like what why is this an official ad? Why are they pronouncing the name wrong? I know a lot of people in Australia do call the company Nike, which is stupid. Um, the official company doesn't call it that here. But why is the ad calling it Nike? I, I was stunned. Anyway, that is a complete aside, but he's going, yeah, the full story, Air, by Nike. <sighs> you, you don't call it Nike, do you, king Otherwise, I'm going to have to kick off the show right now.
1: Uh, I do not. When I was a kid, I uh, did. Same, because, same. Because uh, oh, I went and got a pair of Nike Air yeah, shoes. Same. But, yeah, I haven't for... Oh no, 30 years old, long time.
0: <laughs> All right. Um, Liam Lynch-Bell, I remember you predicted that teams out of championship contention would be wacky with their rest days and fake injuries. Is this what you expected? Oh no, Liam. Oh no, it's getting worse. This is nothing. It has started a little bit here. This is nothing. Wait till next week. This is why I told you guys that I would end my leagues and I did end my leagues on March the 19th because we saw a couple, as I said, a couple of things. Boyan Bogdanovic, shifty. The Spurs for the last three months, weird stuff. Everyone else, okay. And now, now it's happening. Jeremy Grant, Anthony Simons, Lillard next week. There's going to be so much stuff going on in the next couple of weeks. This is the tip of the iceberg and everyone's going to... Oh, it's not that bad. I just want more fantasy basketball. I'll just play through the end of the season. We'll talk about it next week. And um, it's not going to be great, is it? But let's go to this one. Um, Matt Reader, do I feel that Beal or DeRozan's seasons are over? What do you think about Beal and DeRozan who DeRozan left the game yesterday and Beal was a weird uh, early... Early, late scratch. He just didn't play out of nowhere with knee soreness.
1: Yeah, the Beal one was weird. Um, as you said, we didn't. There was no indication that that he had anything going no. on. They just it just came out of nowhere. Uh, so the Beal one, I'm not sure. DeRozan, this is something he's been dealing with for for quite a while. Um, I think you you mentioned it yesterday, probably yesterday, um, about his free throw issues and and there's there's something going on there like a guy who's that good a free throw shooter for so many years doesn't just start not hitting free throws for no reason It wasn't like so, he was
0: terrible it's just he wasn't going at no, 88 no. He was going at like 74 76 yeah, yeah. Well, that's your big strength mate like what's why are you missing one out of every four shots
1: yeah it, it, it's it's weird um it's it's something that i potentially think could be going on with jamal murray as well his shots have been off a little bit could be could be he's dealing with an injury. Um, but, but yeah, look, the Rosen season's over. Uh, I'm not sure. Um, I, I would doubt ball, it. The balls are pretty trashy though. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't think they shut him down. Um, and Beal, honestly, I'm, I have no idea. But it wouldn't surprise me with the Wizards.
0: Debut baller says, is Bogey, and that's Bogdan Bogdanovich, a drop? Given him playing in both back to back yesterday was an anomaly. Why is it anomaly? because he's playing both back-to-backs now, that just, to me, means he's going to play both back-to-backs moving forward. That doesn't mean it was an anomaly. Anyway, but yes, he's a drop because when Dejounte Murray plays, he plays 22 minutes a night and it's not really worth it. Like, it's fine to stream in, but it's not really worth it. But what do you make here of the other one? Sandro Mamakilishvili Kingy, do you drop him for a streaming spot? He was quite good in that back-to-back, even coming off the bench. And they got two more games this week. What do you make about the value for Mamu the rest of the season? Or the rest of this week, even?
1: Uh Yeah, I mean, you... you... Touched on the Spurs there, and their rotations are weird. They're resting players every second game, except for Mamukayosvili. He seems to be playing every game. Yeah, uh, he's he's starting when Collins is out. He's playing 20, 22 minutes when Collins is healthy. Um, yeah, look, I I I like it. I've got him in my dynasty team, so I mean, my season's over, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> but I yeah, look, I'd be. I think he's doing enough to to be held in in a 12th team league at
0: the moment oh, with two more games left this week I-, I do think so as well considering like he played 28 off the bench last game he started the game before and played 25 which makes mm. it even weirder but there's going to be ups and downs here so i think you've got to get minimum 17 out of him there's going to be like they play friday sunday wouldn't be shocked if colin sits one of those with a fake bicep injury or something there's weird stuff going to happen so i don't mind a hold on him johnny schneider says what is dayron sharp's floor his floor is zero minutes that is a distinct possibility that he literally doesn't play. He was great last game. He played eight minutes the game before that, and he didn't play um, for four consecutive games prior to that. So the floor is literally zero minutes. And while it's great to have three quality games coming up, which the Nets do, and there's a possibility they rest a bunch of guys on the Saturday, Sunday back-to-back, Sharp could also play zero minutes. So that is a significant, it's a huge upside, I think, with three games and his ability to be a big rebound field goal block guy. But man, the the, the floor is pretty risky, Kingy.
1: It is, yeah. And the Nets need to keep winning too. So, I mean, they might look to rest some guys, but uh, it's not like the Spurs or the Pistons or the Rockets or Pacers who are just playing Canadians. Um, It's, yeah, they, they need to win. So I wouldn't count on them resting anyone. So...
0: David G says, do you, do you think Nick Richards is still a must roster in 12-10 leagues? If there was any time to have him as a must roster, it would be right now. They've got three games in four nights. I don't think Mark Williams is coming back this week, but this is like, even if it's just for the next two days, they play Thursday, Friday, and there's like two teams, I think, that do that. So if there was any time to roster Nick Richards, it's absolutely right now. And I think that he is a must roster player. That the schedule works in his favour, and I don't think Williams is coming back. So yeah, like, I don't really, I don't even need to ask your opinion on that, King, because I don't even think that there is. Um, a debate, really. Um, oh, Here's a question from old Doug Otto. What range do I think Jalen Williams, the Bronco, will go in drafts next season? I don't like to answer these questions, Kingy, but I know you're a big fan of like, let's do extraordinarily early mock drafts. You always ask me to participate. I like, go, oh, there's no way. I'm not doing them. I'm not doing a mock draft in May, Kingy. I refuse, but I know you love doing them, so you answer this question.
1: And I will continue to ask, um, What? Uh, where do I think he will go in drafts? Ooh, it's hard to know at, at this period. I mean, I, I think... Oh, what's, I don't even know what he's been over the last month. He uh, must like be 40th top, or top something. 50, top 40, yeah. Okay, so I wouldn't be going that high on him. Um, I think he'll definitely go top 100. Oh, without a doubt. Um, Probably, ooh, I don't know, maybe 70 range. Um, Yeah, it's hard to know, obviously. Um, And yes, I will be getting some early rankings out in the next couple of weeks. Of course you will.
0: Um, I won't be.
1: No, you won't be. Uh, so, yeah, look, I, I would I would probably say in the 70 range, 75 um, uh, at the moment.
0: Over the last month, uh, the Bronco is 21st. Yep. Over the last oh. two months, he is 31st. That's a decent sample size. That is 24 mm. games. That is – that's great. Okay, so I that makes me think he'll go top 50. Um, he, well,
1: he might go top 50. I'm, I'm thinking more where I want I have him because Chet's got to come in. mm, um, mm.
0: And, and maybe and another draft pick uh, and another at least. draft
1: pick potentially, yeah.
0: Mm. That would be very very interesting to see what that team ends up doing this season, but also how things go for them um, next season.
1: Let's. I do a... like that question though.
0: Yeah, of course you do. You love it. <laughs> um, is there a chance Kevin Durant returns next week? Buzzer beater asks. I mean, there's always a chance, isn't there? Kingy? You...
1: There's a chance. I wouldn't count on it.
0: I wouldn't be expecting that. I would expect if he returns, it's in April. Um, which is, well, it's actually next Sunday. So maybe it sneaks in there, oh. but I, I I, don't think that that'll be the case. I think we're looking at probably him and LeBron coming back around that 6th, 7th of April, sort of a mark. Maybe that's that's where we're looking. I don't really think that he's going to be back earlier than that, but who knows? Look, we we don't know. There is a chance, sure. I just do not expect that to be what is going to happen. I don't think there's really any news on that. Um, Don Julio says, any news on Harden or Embiid? Is Melton an ad? Well, second part, Yes. Because yeah, he was great last game, I they have a back to back, so I would be staggered if Harden plays both of those games. Kingy, the news on Embiid is that they expect him to play in that game on Friday, but it is a back to back, so you never know what's going to happen. So I'd say, how would you view this with Harden? Do you think that he's going to sit one, two, zero of these games coming up?
1: At least one, uh, I think he'll sit. Possibly, possibly both of them. Embiid, I, I would. Lean into more that he may sit one, but he could potentially play two. I just think Embiid wants this MVP award, um, and, and so he he wants to be out there. Is Melton an ad? Yes, I mean he he's been an ad for a week, uh, and as we've seen, when any Harden, Embiid, any of these Sixers guys miss time, uh, Melton is the ad.
0: The frustrating thing is he played 15 minutes, then 19 minutes. He goes, what's this? And then 34, 33, 33 with Tucker, uh, with Tucker out two games and Harden out two of those games. So that's, that's all it takes. It's just one person to be out, then he flies up, and then he's useless in the games where, which makes it really hard in fantasy players because it's hard to hold a useless player who's providing top 200 value. Like what's, it's very hard to do that. But then when he goes off, he goes off, and that's you know, obviously really, really good. Today's episode is also brought to you by Ibotta. Groceries, school shopping, getting something for yourself, you know you're already doing it. So, why not get some cash back with it? You can do that with iBotter. You can earn cash back on every shopping trip. Ibotta gives you cash back on hundreds of grocery items from produce to personal care to pantry goods. Either link your loyalty account or upload your receipt after you shop and get your cash back. It's that easy. The average Ibotta user earns $120 a year in real cash back. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip. You could use that cash back to buy a flight that you've been eyeing, a game you've been trying, dying to go to or dying to buy, the fancy dinner that you've been craving. It's all there with Ibotta. A typical basket of groceries was over $50 more expensive at the end of 2022 and then the start of the beginning of the year due to inflation. You could earn two and a half times that in cashback from Ibotta, or even more depending on how much you use Ibotta. So right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for saying the word Ibotta 20 times and for trying Ibotta by using the code LOCKED when you register with Ibotta. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app and use the code LOCKED. That's Ibotta, I-B-O-T-T-A, in the Google Play or App Store and use the code LOCKED. Wow, said that name a few times. Let's go here and... Um, Answer some more questions for the last part of the show. Um, is Paul Reed a pick up for the back to back? I don't know that I would do that. Like, yes, if Embiid sits, but I would put the chances of this time back to the last question, King. I think that Embiid, like the chance of Embiid missing a game, is maybe ten percent. Uh, I would guess they're against the Suns and the and the Warriors, so decently tough opponents. I don't think that I'd want to waste an ad on Paul Reed unless we hear that Embiid's not likely to play. I I wouldn't do that.
1: No, I don't think so. I think there's there's guys, other people as we've talked about, there's all these teams tanking and all sorts of stuff going on. So I think there's some you can find someone more assured. You
0: can. Joe says, Is Jeremy Grant a drop? It feels like the Blazers are thinking about shutting him down. Hmm, I wonder where you might have gotten that from, Joe. Um I look the thing I said with Grant is as I've mentioned before, I have been told that Jeremy Grant is probably done. I have been told that Anthony Simons is likely done. Right? That, that's what I know. But I also know that that's not 100% guaranteed. But I also look at those two guys, Kingy, Grant and Simons, and go, if they do actually come back, are they actually that good? Like Simons has been like 150th or so over the last two weeks. Grant's very up and down. If you do drop them to try and get other guys in, to try and stream other players in, and they end up coming back, does it actually bite you that much when you've taken that, especially if, you, if you're if you proactive and do it early and get like an extra two, three games in through that roster spot? I don't think it actually hurts you.
1: No, not really. I mean, both are, are obviously 12-team guys, but yeah, I think you can manipulate things so that it, picking them up or, or just streaming, there's not really a huge difference. Um, Billups has, I just saw on Twitter before, that Billups has said that they're both up in the air, their availability for tomorrow is up in the air. So let's, sure let's see what that means. But, yeah, um, means they're out. Well, yeah. And, and look, it's the fact he comes out and says stuff like that is stupid. Cause if they then miss the rest of the season, how was their availability up in the air? Mm. Unless it was like, it's just, it's, oh, it's all so dodgy. Um, yeah, look, is he a drop? Yeah, I probably would.
0: Um, yeah, I think so too. Look, again, it, the longer you wait to do it, the less valuable it becomes. So if you're like, oh, I'll debate, then maybe I'll do it after Friday when he misses there, then the, the value in doing it is lost because you haven't had a chance. If we had a, done it done at the start of the week, you could have used that roster spot all week, got five, six games in, and then who cares if he actually comes back and plays one. It doesn't matter. But it, the longer you wait, the value in it drops down. Point blank miss, Shaden Sharp or Cameron Payne? Well, to me, it's very easily the bloke who played 39 minutes last game versus the guy that played 14 um, campaign might get some starts, but Shaden Sharp probably gets a bunch of them. And even though Shaden Sharp's not a particularly good fantasy player in general, he flashed some stuff yesterday. But I'm just going to go with a guy who they're going to just, I think, feature quite a bit down the stretch here, Kingy.
1: Yeah, I'd go with Sharp. Although with Payne, I mean, I don't know what the Suns were doing yesterday because he looked oh my really God. good. It he was, made it. no sense. He played well, and they played him 14 minutes.
0: They so. played Landry Schammett over him. Chris Paul yeah, was in foul. I didn't make... I don't know. Monty Williams, who had such a good reputation last two seasons, has made some insane decisions over the last 24... Not 24 months. Over the last 12 months, like starting with all the relationship issues with Aiden and Crowder to some of the coaching stuff he's doing. It doesn't make... Like why do why we get randomly 20... Monty Williams comes out and goes, all right, we need really to get early into a rhythm defensively. We need this defensive issue... T.J. Warren, can you come in the first quarter and play, my guy? Like, what are you doing? You, you haven't played at all, but can you come in to establish our defensive rhythm? Has this guy seen T.J. Warren play ever? Like, this thats that. This is contrary, to, unless you're lying bald-faced to the media, which is distinctly possible. Um, but also, when you watch the team and go, they probably need some defensive rhythm, and he says we need defensive rhythm, and then you go to a guy that provides no defensive rhythm, I think it's fair enough to question some of the decision-making that happens um, with him. He's had, a, he's had a rough 12 months, I reckon. Janelle Scarlett, can we trust Shay Gudis Alexander to play the back-to-back this is coming up it's the big pressure point Kingy Thursday Friday thunder back to back what do you say with Shay
1: well I definitely after what they've said in the last couple of days I, I definitely consider it's possible that he plays in the back-to-back I didn't think he would um, they they said that pretty much come out and said that he wouldn't um, he still doesn't look comfortable when he when he's playing if you watch him like he 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 looks a bit hampered by the injury, but it could just be him as well. Um, he could just be really tired because he's played a lot. Sure is. Uh, so, will he play? Can we trust it? I wouldn't 100% trust it, but I'd I'd trust it a lot more than I did two days ago.
0: Yeah, it's almost like he had an actual injury and it's actually recovered. And he's... <laughs> And he's playing well. I, I'd still put it at probably 50-50%, but I you know, would have had it at 15%, like as you said, a couple of days ago before Dagnar came out and said that. And they're bloody... Honestly, they got, they got the best record in the Western Conference over the last three weeks or something, the Thunder. I think they're 8-2 in their last 10, um, which is the best record out of every team. So that's, that's pretty crazy. Um, okay. Dave says, is Mitchie Robinson worth a drop for Royce O'Neal? So let's just talk about this for a couple of things here, Kingy, because the Knicks have one game left this week. The Nets have three. So on its surface three versus one, there's very few players who can overcome a three to one games advantage for the rest of the week. Very few tie that in with Mitchell Robinson, maybe not even playing today listed question with a knee issue. I I think it's a relative, it's a relative no brainer, I think.
1: Yeah, I think so. And Ro- Robinson's been trending down a little bit anyway. Uh, they seem to be a bit more comfortable rolling Hartenstein out there for 20, 22, 24 minutes. Uh, Robinson, has been getting some blocks, some rebounds, but hasn't been scoring at all. Nope. So, yeah, absolutely, I'd do that.
0: I get this question every day. Is LeBron drop? Like, yes, a month ago, when he got hurt. Like, I Yes, he might come back, but why are we still getting, why am I still getting this question now? I don't really understand why people have been holding on LeBron, and then we get news that I guess is marginally positive on him today, but then, then we get the question. I honestly don't understand it. But anyway, that's fine. He
1: should be dropped. Um, he might come off the bench anyway behind Austin Reeves.
0: <laughs> Austin Reeves has been their third best player all season and it took until game 70 until he uh, moved into the starting lineup. Uh, he's been awesome all year and the role has been suppressed. Obviously, someone asked me a question earlier. I can't find the question in here, but I'll do it now. And say, is what Austin Reeves doing sustainable? Like, no, it's not because he's averaging a 15 free throw attempts per game and like peak James Harden wasn't able to do that. So that is going to cool off. But can he still be solid? Yeah. He can like I think he's a, I think he's a good player and they're finally giving him um, a role commensurate with his value on that team, which turns into fantasy value. So expect some. I think he, I think he's if I look at it, he's been like top thirty over the last you know, week or so. Something crazy like that. Um, he's not likely to maintain those numbers, but yeah, I, I, he looks pretty good.
1: He looks he looks good. His passing game is is really good. I made some really nice passes yesterday.
0: Hopefully, there's never a game where Dennis Schroeder plays more minutes than Austin Reeves the rest of the season because, yeah, they are they are a fair uh, distance apart in what they provide to the Lakers. All right, Kuzma. I've had this question a few times as well. Is Kuzma a drop? He's got the ankle problem. Where's Unsell Jr. says, yeah, it's pretty significant. Um, the Wizards are in semi-tank mode, but they never tank, although, yeah, you know, we get random scratches here. They've got two more games this week. I'll be pretty surprised if Kuz plays them. Can you, what do you think?
1: Yeah, why not? I probably would.
0: Again, it's very much back to the Jeremy Grant question. What are you actually missing out on here? The longer you wait to do it, the less value you have. But like, is Kuzma that that good? That if he it's not you're not dropping um, Shea. Where if he, he comes back and plays yeah. one game, you get 35, 7, 7, two steals, two blocks. Like Kuzma might do that. He might have 25 points on 25 shots, and he's just he's not that good of a player. Like he's not that level of a player that if you do miss out. Yeah, it's gonna bite you, and I just, I just don't. You, you, I think you might get one game out of him this week. Uh, it's just not enough for me to care. Um, so yeah, move on. Um, let's have a look here. Um, is TJ McConnell a top five passer? No, he's not at all. I think I could name plenty of passers who are better. Off the top of your head, King, who's who's a better passer than TJ McConnell?
1: Uh, well, Jokic, um, yep. LeBron, Luca, uh, Luca, Chris Paul, Lamello, um, Lamello. Giddy, oh God. Um, Halliburton.
0: Yeah, there's it, there's um, a, there's a lot of them. I don't think I'd have McConnell's not a bad passer. I don't think he'd be in the top twenty passes. Rubio's a better passer. Um, let's let's have okay. Tazwa said, "Can you please answer my question? I dropped Scotty Barnes for Nick Richards. A good move? Well, you've already done it. So, uh, what do you mean? T- I'll tell you. No, terrible move. You just lost everything. What are you doing? You have cost yourself whatever fantasy season you've got going on. But in all reality, it's three games versus two games. Barnes may not play on Friday. He's been up and down anyway. No problem with it. Like again, it's 50% more games. Three versus two doesn't sound like a big difference, but it's 50% more games. And that can be really important. And you might it might end up being more than that because Barnes might not play on Friday. So you've done it. You've made the move. You've got the games volume in. Well done. That's, that's I think, what you need to be looking at. At this point in the season, Kingy, Like we have to sort of start to ignore names a little bit and try to get that volume in.
1: Yeah, I, I think, uh, yeah, as you've said, you, you're holding guys like Shay, like your top elite guys, but I think anyone that's sort of below top 40, um, yeah, we're, we're okay to, to stream in and out.
0: And a lot of it, a lot of it's context as well. Roto League's a yeah, very, yeah, very different story. Yeah. Like, are you going to win your semi-final matchup this week anyway? Then you don't do it, then you look more to next week, but yeah overall if we're just looking do or die what needs to happen in these next three four days then yeah like you've just really got to make those hard moves and sometimes it can bite you the week after but i'd rather get bitten the week after than not be there to get bitten at all and there is your moment of motivation for today's show kingy that'll do it for us tell people what you have cooking and what people can find that you do uh
1: yeah we've got a bit going on actually um sent out a tweet the other day. So at Adam King 91 on Twitter, uh, FBI com is the website. We've got playoff leagues launching probably in the next week. I think, um, a lot of dynasty stuff with Matt Lawson. Um, he's got ranks projections coming out. I've got player ranks, as I said, coming out just cause I'm bored already. Hmm. Um, so yeah, a lot happening, um, over there. I'm doing those, the interviews with analysts. I've recorded five of them so far. um, so they'll be, we'll be sort of releasing those once the regular season is done.
0: Looking forward to a Kingy, go follow. Adam, go follow. Uh, go check out Matt and, and B-Dub and Kingy's stuff over at FBI Basketball, guys. They'll do it for us there, Kingy. I'll see you later. Thank you for coming on again.
1: My pleasure. Uh, Yeah, I'll be on again if you do another one. I'm,
0: I'm sure we'll have at least one more mailbag going. But anyway, guys, that'll do it for me today. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. If you're here on YouTube, you thumb it up and you leave your comments down below. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.